Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Craig, Donna, Jimmy, JC. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Such, your one-stop destination for footy news and such. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Here's Footy Prime, it's Friday show. Full house once again, Dan Wong's here, Brendan Dunlop's here, JC's here, Craig Forrest, sexy Jimmy Brendan's here as well. And I'm James Sharman. Hope you're all doing very well. Fellas, the deadline. The transfer deadline's behind us. So, so next Wednesday, I think we should be doing our uh, our better late than never one through 20 predictions. Remember when the season began, we said, let's wait until the deadline's finished and then give our predictions because so much can change. And it has. For example, Chelsea have like restocked the cupboard and, and actually their odds have fallen at plus 4,000 for Christ's sakes. People think they're worse now than they were when the season began. So next Wednesday, we'll do that. I'll give you guys a heads up right now to prepare one through 20. All right. Don't know why I'm even asking you because there's no way you'll do that. And you just wing it. Right. B they're going to wing it. You, you'll do your work. You'll yeah. They're going to work. I, I'm yeah. already doing the work to see if the odds for Chelsea to win the title have shifted as much because of their signings or because of Erling Holland scoring a goal a half. That's a really good point, but they're also, I think plus 125 to finish outside. So inside the, the top four now as well. So Man U's got better odds to finish top four than Chelsea now. That makes no sense. No, it makes no sense. The bookies, though, right? They just know the money they're going to take. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Money. Chelsea's fallen out of that. Yeah, we'll see what happens by, by tomorrow. Over £2 billion. That's $3 billion spent in England this window. That's more than a billion pounds than the rest of Europe combined. So, so much for the freaking pandemic and, and all these teams preaching poverty. In, in a winter that's about to go very nasty for the UK, by all sounds of things, with the energy crisis, cost of living crisis. I, I wonder how much sympathy these boys 
and these owners in particular are, are going to be getting because Craig, the money is a record. It's a record. You know, two years ago, we're saying the game's in trouble. And now two years later, they're spending more than ever before. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense when you look at billionaires have actually made money during the pandemic. So this is a billionaire and a trillionaire's freaking playground. Let's get it right. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, that's it. It's as right? simple as that. And if you're not, then what's the point? All right. Next question. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's laughing, Jimmy. but like facts, right? That's absolutely it. They have made hand over fist way more money and they've driven up the prices in football, like live, you know, watch it live and see the odds go up. When Todd Bowley wrote that check for 4.3 billion or whatever it is, that put everybody up through the roof. To me, that, that it will be the move that changed the game in England. Uh, not more so than Man City, the, their owners' arrivals, but certainly more so than the Newcastle's owners. And honestly, as much as these n- new TV deals. Well, because yeah, the value is now I, on, the, on the clubs. Yeah, I, I also think you look at you look at all the clubs with Chelsea, Newcastle, Man City, like all these clubs that their ownership groups are just loaded, loaded. And it's all ego-driven now. So if you're spending money, I'm going, I'm spending money because I can afford to spend the money. And that's what it is. It's, it's all the egos now and everybody's just spending like crazy and some stupid, stupid money on a lot of players too that we've even talked about where we went. Is that player really worth that money? And they're just splashing like there's no tomorrow. It's crazy. It's well, meanwhile, crazy. the rest of Europe, Ajax and these teams are sitting there saying, come to daddy. These negotiations are, are different than they've been in the past. They've always fleeced English teams, and we understand that since the Prem came into existence. But this year in particular, you're spending £87 million on Anthony Ajax, for example. Good player, right? He might be a really good player. But £87 million. Crazy. Once upon a time, that got you a, a finished Paul Pogba, right? Like a, a polished, and that's the deal, World Cup winning Paul Pogba. Now it gets you an unproven guy who's had a couple of good years in Ajax. But have you seen Rookie. the way he spins with the ball? Like he dances with the ball? How oh, that's, that a good, that's a good few million on its 20 own. 20 mil right there, <laughs> yeah. It's like Velcro touch. <laughs> it's, it's out Followed of control. By a two-footed tackle. Oh, that's a good 5 million. <laughs> but it's just inflation, right? Like you have to adjust your mind to it. This is what sucks. I have this problem too. Elaine and I went to the X and I balked at this chicken sandwich and fries was $19. I'm like, I'm not fucking getting this chicken sandwich. <laughs> and she goes, babe, that's just the prices now. I'm like, that's the prices now? Fuck the prices. I'm like, I fucking, I, I'll just drink again. This is what I did when I was in my 20s working with Charmin. I didn't have money to fucking get food after the, our shifts at the score. That's why I started drinking Guinness. So I didn't need food. <laughs> and you, you look great. And you look great, by the way. You fit, this, you fit into those rubber shirts really well back in those days. Thank so you. that that Guinness diet, you should get back on that bad boy. You know, I guess it's it's the same for all these clubs except for Leicester, who just don't spend. Did you hear Brendan Rodgers' comments? Man alive, he he was throwing his team under the bus following their lotter to Manchester United, the owners under the bus. He goes, I understand the fans' frustration. They see all their rivals getting players in and we're not getting any. With the greatest respect, we have not had the help in the market this team needed. To watch clubs in the top five leagues at players, and we haven't been able to do that, has been difficult. We needed help and we haven't been able to do that. I came to Leicester to compete and initially I was able to do that. 
you have to add quality. But in the last two transfer windows, we haven't been able to do that. He said our goal this year, our aim is to get 40 points. 40 points. That's Brendan Rodgers of Leicester City, who was a perennial top half club, uh, a world a champion, what, six years ago now? Is this a guy saying to his owners, please fire me? I'm done with this club? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think he's going to quit. He's going to want to get paid out. But I think he's in a position now where he's trying to protect his own brand a little bit yep. because he is a good manager and he's frustrated and he's not getting help. And he's going to make sure that everybody's aware of the situation he's in. I don't blame him. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. He's protecting himself. And then number two, he's letting people know, I'm available. Come and get me. I could see I could see Sean Dyche there. That that makes uh, sense for me. Well, the funny thing is, Craig, is that uh, Ian Wong and Sean Dyche, they moved back to Nottingham as well. So maybe they're ready, ready for that Leicester job. Hmm. And Nottingham yeah. Leicester is very, very close. Yeah, not taking Bournemouth. I don't nope. think any I don't think any manager in a good position is taking Bournemouth. We're no. also assuming that. Sean Dyche wants to walk back into a similar situation, right? We're, we're, we're just assuming because he's good at it that he's going to want to go into a situation to do more with less. But well, Leicester's still a bigger club than Burnley, though, I'd be. It's a bigger club. They are. They are, for Myers. sure. But they're a club that used to comfortably spend $30 million when $30 million was like a pretty good price. But now if that average has gone up to $76 million or $80 million, if that's now the average price for a, you know, an Antony or potential... Lester can't compete with that. You know what? Actually, Wong, do us a favor. Can you can you research how much Burnley spent this off season, and then research how much Leicester spent this off season? Be yeah, interesting. I try and do that. I wonder, I wonder who spent more. It could but be Burnley. I, I, I'm still stuck on rubber shirts. <laughs> no, uh, no it, I'd be in a rubber shirt. Who as else long as wear a rubber shirt, would as be long as your skin, as long as your skin was dry, it comes right off. Ron's skin was dry. Oh, it yeah. It's right off. Wet. <laughs> Those rubber underwear, though, they don't come off so slickly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you wear those out of necessity, unfortunately, not because you want to. Yeah, that's a Saturday <laughs> night thing, isn't it? Depends. Yeah. Brought to you by Depends. <laughs> depends on Footy Prime. Use hashtag Depends and get 10% off. Um, so I, I wonder if Rogers is waiting. I heard some mention this. With Chelsea doing what they've done, right? They've spent three hundred million. They've blown away every other club this this summer. If that doesn't work, and Thomas Tuchel gets fired, mm-hmm. would Rogers be a fit there? Right? He he has history there. I know it's a different ownership group now, but he has coached there before as an assistant. He knows the club really well, and I think Brendan Rogers is one of those rare commodities that, as a British manager, that might be given a big job again at some point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Really yep. good point. I think he would too. Yep. I yeah. I bet he would. <laughs> I bet he would. Spend a bit yeah. more than Leicester. But I mean, listen, he hasn't been fired yet, but the fact is Leicester haven't really changed their squad in a couple of years. And that's what he says. You need to always move on and bring new players in. He goes, when I got there, there were guys here in their early 30s who are coming to the end and, and they're still here. <laughs> so you wonder what the, the room's like right now. Um, one guy that, that is going nowhere for the time being, is Ronaldo B. Your boy is staying after all that bullshit <laughs> this summer. 
the comments. I will clarify my situation in a couple of weeks. Well, it's been a couple of weeks, Ronnie. It's time to clarify it. He's staying put. It's been an embarrassing few months, hasn't it, for him, given that in the end he's he's stuck where he is? I think so. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing if you're a fan of him, and it's disappointing if you're a fan of entertainment because you got to wait 70 minutes for him to get on the pitch. He only started one game in the Ten Hag era, and I think they're going to take some time and feel out this new setup, and he's going to have value, obviously, but... Uh, that's a player that I wanted to see in the Champions League, and I w- had accepted moving on early in the summer. So, I mean, I guess there's still a chance, right? There's still transfer windows open, Charms. Did you hear the club he's been linked with today? You must have Fener- seen this. Fenerbahce? Yeah. He's not going to fucking Fenerbahce. All respect to Fenerbahce. Good club, big club, good league. There's no way Ronaldo is going to Turkish football at this point in his career. I can't see it either. I, I could see him going to MLS before before that. But, I mean, that, that's a difficult thing, right? Like, what other nation has a, a chance in the Champions League to, let's say, make the quarterfinals? Mm-hmm. Like, well, one, of the Portu- yeah, one of the Portuguese teams, they might make the quarterfinals, maybe. I, I did think the closer we got to the deadline that maybe Ronaldo to Sporting would happen. But Sporting didn't seem like they wanted it. And okay, I so is, is it a lot of those uh, moves or potential moves for Ronaldo came down to, you know, Manchester United agreeing to paying part of that loan spell or whatever. Yeah, if he was let go like that, and those clubs can't afford it. And at the end of the day, Ronaldo's not giving up much money, so he's like, "All right, I'm staying." If he wanted to give up a ton, millions and millions, I'm sure he could have made the move to a Champions League team. You know what I mean? Like, I really yeah, like I, I think you're right. He he wouldn't he wouldn't cut his, his wage demands. Simple as that. I'm sure he could have moved yeah. somewhere. Of course, if if Ronaldo comes to you and says, "Hey, I'll I'll come to your club for fifty bucks a week and play in the Champions League," I'm pretty sure there'd be a few suitors for him. Even though he's got a big personality as the Bayern Munich chief, I think it's Halle. I forget who it was now. Actually, maybe in Khan. Someone said this week. Uh, you know, they had Hassan. They spoke. Hassan was it? Salah Hamidzic. Yeah. They had spoken to Ronaldo's people, um, but he said uh, he's a really big personality. So we we didn't uh, further those talks, which I think might say a few things. A big Can personality. Can I just say how much I love? You are so good at this. This is what makes you a consummate professional. You say <laughs> these very complicated Eastern European names so quickly mm-hmm. that it sounds correct. Salamizic. Right. Like no, no one's breaking down the vowels no, there, right? No, the there's only one consonant in, in that name. When I say it, what's a vowel? Consonant. It's, it's like a verb without the adjective. <laughs> Jimmy did exactly what I expected. First name only, Hassan. That's right. But then Salah Hamidzic. Salah Hamidzic. Tempted to pronounce that one. It's it's funny the names you do get wrong. Because they're usually more Anglo-sounding names, or you know, well, you know what? Be funny because I actually, I actually wrote down in my notes here. I all I said was Bayern Chief for a right. reason, but but <laughs> I got drawn in somehow to try. You know, Good. sometimes you feel overly confident. I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this name a whirl. I'm going to try. I usually feel overly confident for about 14 minutes on the show, and then you beat it out of me. The lot of you. So, I, so I bought into friend. it, charms. I bought into it. Thanks, yeah, Carl. Sounded I appreciate great. that. Could have Thanks. fooled me. So let me ask you, as a former player, would you rather make the Champions League quarterfinals or would you rather win the Europa League? Win the Europa League. Right, so, so that's Ronaldo's option. So I'm, I'm going to get to the quarterfinals and lose. 
and walk away mm. with fuck all. But you played the Champions go, League. You played the Champions League, Jimmy. You played the Champions League. But don't you go into the Champions League next year if you win the Europa? Yeah. Ah, well, that's a good point. Go. Ah. He's voila. out-thunk me. He's out-thunk me. Voila. Even the semifinals. But I think, Europa look, if, you, if you're Ronaldo now, you, you're seriously having a word with yourself, aren't you? Like, Bayern's turning you down. Napoli's turning – like, everybody's turning you down. Nobody wants to be a part of you. I think he's actually having a word with himself. He's a guy that you know talks to himself in the mirror all the time. For sure. He must you're be, so beautiful. Oh, my up. God. I would do you. This kind of stuff. Yeah. At what yeah. age did you stop doing that? I still do it. Yeah, same. Yeah. I Only way to get an intelligent me. conversation sometimes. Like he must have woke up in the morning when Cristiano, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> we need to be better here. We need to be better. We need to make people love you again. I love me, but we need to get everybody. To <laughs> now, is he is he looking in a mirror when he's doing this, like a handheld no, mirror, in or the is mirror. It like a big plate glass mirror across it, the room? No, in in the mirror, shirt off, probably just yeah. out of workout. No, someone's holding the, the mirror for him. Like he's got a, he's got a mirror guy that just holds With it up grapes. wherever he goes. Ronaldo a, is like Bacchus of he's basically I could see him just being the lord, the god of wine and grapes and just being fit all the time, talking wearing himself. A, up. Wearing a wearing a toga, wearing a toga, but it's a rubber toga. <laughs> guys, guys, you're making you're making Brennan all flush. Just, just calm down a bit. Hey, B, just he's wearing his, Ronaldo in a rubber toga, wearing his own mirror. Underwear. Yeah. There's a mirror on the ceiling of his bedroom. says good morning to all the body parts. Good yeah. morning, fingers. Good morning. Well, hello, Mr. Bicep. Hello, quadriceps. <laughs> How do you guys get down there? Yeah. It sounds a lot different in Portuguese, though. It's not. It, that's not as appealing. Uh, bon dia, penis. <laughs> <laughs> is it penis? Is that what Portuguese is for penis? Whenever you don't know what a word is in Portuguese, just put a sh on the end of it in English. Oh. But you must know what a what a what a hammer is in Portuguese. Hammer. One of the first words you learn. Hammer. Hammer. Dish. That was one of our best bits from the score. Do you remember Pedro Portugal? He went to the yeah. Europa League final in Dublin, Braga and Porto, Falcao and uh, Hulk. <laughs> and he called into our radio show. Oh, these guys over here, they uh, they give me a hard time. I ask for a pint of Ganesh, and the guy says, uh, "Why don't you Ganesh outside? I punch you in the face." <laughs> With A B, you couldn't do it nowadays. You'd offend someone. I'm Portuguese, though. I think. Right? I guess you can do it. This is just my grandfather. I'm just impersonating Mario Felsch. Who was your grandfather? Used to do the impression of the Portuguese grandfather. Was that Pedro Portuguese? <laughs> it was. He did not die. Yeah, this is this is the guy. It's Mario. Same guy was it? Same guy was it? okay. I know he did like an guy. old. Portuguese I only have well. one speed in Portuguese, and it's 65 year old man. I have no no gauge. Is that because you play with 65-year-old men every <laughs> Thursday in, in rec league? No. That you're talking about Drywall United, which was a Sunday uh, Sunday morning mm-hmm. gathering. And and there was only one 65-year-old guy. <laughs> Did he outrun you? Sometimes. He always brought the nets, though. Very nice Italian man. Always had biscotti. So he got to start because he brought the nets. Always started. Sometimes we we would play twelve. It'd be eleven v twelve. You should have done that yeah. charms with your dad. You might have got a start on his team. You should have brought the posts. Damn it! He was driving though, so yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, when you boys used to play football in the streets, I'm sure, did you play in the streets? I mean, that I grew up playing football in the streets and using like your, your sweaters as the goalposts. That's, that's yeah. more hockey here doing that stuff, right? Do you use sweaters or did you use something else? What was your go-to goal goalpost? Sweaters or water bottles. Knapsacks. 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 Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything. But not in the streets. Not here so much. Or we get subs. Two guys to stand there. Yeah, I'm going to say, you get some of the, young, <laughs> the younger kids, right? Like the younger that. kids. And that's the only way I got to play on the field. <laughs> we used to like yeah. BMX. I used to BMX a lot. And we used to get the, the neighborhood, the smallest kids to like lie under a jump. And we make a jump and jump over them on our BMXs. And mm. I think we got the, like four, five, maybe six kids like lying down under a, a ramp. And how, how ridiculous is that? And the parents looking out the windows, ah, oh, yeah, there they are, yeah. messing around I think, those I crazy think they'll kids. Know it. I think they'll actually clear them. <laughs> yeah. And then you see the big kid coming on the bike and you're like, oh, no. Oh, shit. It's tubs. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you don't want to be the last one added on the end. Let's try one more. Yeah, yeah. He barely gets up the ramp. And just yeah, fall. hey Jimmy, you're just on the end, buddy. Always <laughs> the, oh, the, the dumbest kid, right? The plywood would always start to crack, and that last kid, who's a little yeah. heavier, going too slow, runs over the half side of the little kid, and he just goes falling to his mom. And Johnny, like, you got to go faster. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. He's never gonna make it. He's never oh, gonna make it. No. Guy's got skid marks all over his belly. Pardon? No, sorry. <laughs> skid marks. What, what skid was the mark stupidest ish. thing? What was the stupidest thing you did as a kid? Anyone got some like ridiculous stories of, of when you're a kid, like dangerous? JC must have surely. They quit school to play soccer, James. Oh, that's right. When they were children, yeah. Okay, the rest of us, JC. What was the dumbest thing you did as a kid? So. I took an aerosol can of WD-40, me and my buddy in grade five or six, and there, he had this bush in the back. It was like a big round bush, and we sprayed on the inside. We just sprayed, 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 and sprayed like half the can inside of it, and then we tried to light the outside of it. We thought, oh, this will be cool, but it didn't light. So we're like, oh, we must go inside. So Sean Coates went up underneath and lit it, and it blew up, and he flew like, I don't know, four feet, and he was all singed up. Hair was gone. It was awesome. Fucking Sean Coates. Sean Coates. Miss you, buddy. He's a big fan. He's alive, he's alive right? Oh, well, geez, yeah. That's, potentially. He said, miss you, buddy. You're like, oh, what happened? <laughs> well, it's been a long time, you know, so Sean you never know. Coates. How about you? Be any near-death experiences? Uh, I had appendicitis when I was like... Nine. That felt like a that's not, that's not your experience. fault, bro. That's not that's stupid. That's not your that's... fault. It's not like you did something stupid. Unless you were sticking <laughs> something where it shouldn't be. <laughs> did you jam something where it didn't belong? No, I remember like did, like. Did you what? did you do something stupid? Well, I had appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> no, the question was rephrased to near death experiences. Was it appendicitis? He was almost blew his face off. Or what's his name? Jackets, coats. <laughs> Jackets. He, almost coats. Blew his, he almost blew his face off. It's actually Cuates is his name, but yes. Oh. Did you almost die though, B? Was it was it acute? Was it bad? Were you like rushed to hospital? Rushed to hospital. Uh but it but it uh I don't I don't even know if it came out, to be honest. So you just felt like I was gonna die in the moment. Does scar? Have a look. I don't have it. No, I don't have a scar. Then it didn't come out. It's still right. still there. And it's still in there. So uh, I guess the problem was acute because it, it sorted itself out. 
Yeah, they thought I had appendicitis once as a kid, and the test is not much fun. Put it that way. Turned out I didn't have it, but the doctor kept going back there for some reason. Anyway, different story. <laughs> uh, Wonger, any anything from uh, you? Any? Uh, oh, I've any got guess? so many stupid childhood stupid... stories. Oh, absolutely. Charms. I thought we had a hard out today. They wanted a short yeah. show. What? Oh, oh yeah. What time my... is it? Oh, no. <laughs> here's point. Probably, you got one. You got I... one story, B. Please, uh, Wonger, give us one story. One. Uh, we had a big pond, probably about sixty by sixty meters in the back of my a field under the hydro and my brother there was ice all around it we thought oh we're gonna go on the ice i said i want to go on that piece and then my brothers chipped me off and i floated so into this you, ice chip, patch chip, so he chipped you off chipped the ice on chip, oh, I was basically, your, brother, your brother's chipped you off yeah just well, confirming what you're saying yeah. and then uh i was out floating in this thing and the water was probably about six feet tall and uh it started sinking so I got up to here in about minus, I don't know, 20. My brother had to wade in, carry me back. And then uh, lo- they locked me out to freeze me more <laughs> and made me pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a near-death experience that I was bullied till I peed my pants. <laughs> and I went, oh, this is what brother... I know Jimmy has these brother stories. It's a lovely story. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you one. When I was in England, okay, my buddy, uh, he was Italian. Okay, his parents were from, from Napoli, so automatically assumed he was the best pizza maker in, in the world. Okay, and we were at his house just hanging out. And he goes, "Let's make a let's make a pizza oven in the backyard." I was like, "Okay, let's let's do it." Got these con- concrete slabs, put two up on one side, across the bottom on this table, and then up top as well. So he goes, "All right, perfect. This is it. Let's get a couple of logs." And he goes, "We'll light these." And he goes, "I'll go make the pizzas." I was like, no problem. I got the fire. We'll get this. We'll get this baby going. I know how to light a fire. I get these this beautiful fire going. Push all the wood in the back. Well, little did I know that concrete is porous and it contains moisture. Okay. So as this fire is going, I'm getting the temperature up. I'm looking at him like, this is beautiful, man. I got this fire. It's hot. It's ready to go. And as I push the the wood further back into the thing, I turn around. I look at him. Doesn't this thing explode? Boom. Miss my face, everything. Needless to say, he walks outside with the pizzas. There's no pizza oven. It blew up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, where's the fucking oven? I said, it's it's all over the backyard, as you can see. (laughs) Was there like a chalk line body? You know, like all the pieces around if you didn't get hit? Oh, my God. just just missed my face as it blew up. Fantastic. Craig this is also a very Woodbridge, York uh, region thing. When we were younger, we yeah. decided to wrap some our neighbor kid up in a big blanket, one of those floor blankets, and throw him off the roof. We thought that would be, <laughs> be a pretty good idea. Well, the house roof? Yeah, we just rolled him off. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? Well, Did he kill him? Didn't, didn't break his home. No, he was fine. Didn't break his fall as much as we thought. <laughs> 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 but that was in BC, right? So you're probably all high. Made sense at the time. No, we're we're too young for pot smoking. Jesus. Kids shouldn't wow. be pot smoking at that age, buddy. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Sorry to even suggest I that. Waited till I was ten. Yeah. <laughs> Not on our watch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's a nice little uh, excursion to our childhood. So let's get back to the football now. Um, we are in a hard out time today. So let's get to some footy picks, shall we, Wonga? Are you ready? Yes, sir. 
like taking the long shots so i'm gonna do uh, come on north star bets there we go I, was, I wasn't asking you oh sorry i'm joking go ahead uh there's a few long shots everton liverpool everton's paying off seven to one but the one i like is because i'm not sure about them it's chelsea west ham and i take west ham for the win at 5.25 to one so just FYI, Chelsea, I, I don't believe in them. I want them to do better, but I find their performance very dysfunctional. And I, I it, want to cheer for Craig's team. Is it at Stanford Bridge or is it uh, at the... Uh, it's at Chelsea. Yeah. At Bamiang, I wonder if he starts. Chelsea. <laughs> hey? <laughs> Thanks, Wonger. I'm taking Chelsea. <laughs> I take Chelsea too. I'll lay the juice, 95 cents on the Blues. I don't know. They're not playing great. They lost midweek. To Southampton, who actually are a lot better than I think a lot of us thought. I don't know. If Bamian starts, he loves his London derbies, doesn't he? So that'd be interesting. Good signing, by the way, I think, of Bamian, don't you think? It's not, it didn't I cost think. very much. And he scored, what, 11 in, I think, 15 goals for Barca when he came over yeah. last year. So he still got it. Didn't work for well, Arsenal, obviously, but he still got it. He's hungry. He yeah. does. R- remember when the rumor first came out and I said, I can't see it? To me, he's a, he's a red. He's, he's Arsenal. But I, I don't know, but I think he's got a, like a point to prove. I could mm. see him tearing it up. That being said, he's not playing this weekend because he's got a broken jaw. Remember, he got attacked mm. in his house by a home invasion, and uh, they they handcuffed him and his wife. There were kids in the house, and uh, they broke his jaw in a struggle. God, awful. Jeez. I mean, this it, it really Spain? is. There was apparently a series of home invasions on Jeez. on uh, Spanish based footballers over the weekend. And I mean, you hear these things and you kind of just dismiss them or oh, whatever. They're rich. They'll be fine. Like, Jesus Christ, this is horrendous. Look at Paul Pogba. He's mm-hmm. right now that there was a, an extortion racket, including involving his brother and some childhood friends trying to get money from him since I think uh, earlier this year. And, and we, we've been criticizing him for a while. Why doesn't he look like he's into the game? Well, can you imagine what he's going through off the field? We should remember that, that these, I mean, it's the old cliche. These guys are human beings, yeah. but my God, you're being your jaw broken. You're being extorted by your brother, like crazy. You don't wish that upon anybody. No, it's it's crazy. And and Barcelona too, though, right? Like that region. This does seem to happen a lot. It's like uh, Cruyff was the first. And That's it just right. Yeah, good point. Continues to happen. Yeah, doesn't scare off Frankie De Jong. He's just determined to stay there. Apparently, <laughs> he didn't move, but I guess they owe him twenty million, so it's a good reason to stay there. Um, okay, um, Craig, who you got? What's your what's your bet that that's salivating for you this weekend? Uh, the the West Ham one at Chelsea. I, I'll go with Wonger. I joke. Uh, I, I fancy West Ham to get something from it, but I'll take a draw. Playing that pays plus three fifty, so three and mm. a half to one. Right, right, B. I'm saying that right. I like that. Three and a half to one, yeah. All right. It's plus 350. But we can just do American odds. Okay. I'm okay. going um, with uh, Wonger's Bees at home to Leeds, uh, which is a Saturday 10 a.m. game. Mm-hmm. But I like the draw plus uh, 255 right now. Yeah, I like that as well. Mm-hmm. If you go the draw and over two and a half, um, it's plus 950. Really? Juicy, yeah. So a two-two, yeah. I think the uh, yeah sorry uh, yeah uh, a two-two, 
you're just taking the over though not and the draw and the draw take yeah oh not not perfect but not perfect scores though no 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 you said two two but okay no no but two two would would give you it yeah no nine to one you're right plus 900 that's huge that's uh That's not a bad one at all. I like that one a lot. I'm worried about your combo bets, though. You keep doing these parlays, like things they, that I like, like Arsenal, but Jesus to score, and he assists three. But he scored on the week during the week, and I said, um, actually on a different show, I said, watch <laughs> Martinelli and Jesus to score in an Arsenal win. Of course, I was talking about Sunday's game against United, but <laughs> they did it though midweek <laughs> as well. And I thought, oh, yeah, I, I got that one right. And, oh, shit, wrong game. Yeah, yeah anyway. Great, so hopefully, you know, one of those four people that saw that show that you did <laughs> put a bet on it. There's more than four. Uh, dozens. Eight. Dozens. Eight. Twelve. Uh, Jimmy, what you got? Um, let me just have a look here, fellas. See what I think. I'm going to take... Uh... So while Jimmy's thinking about it, uh, just so you know, and people can't see this, Jimmy's growing a beard and Brendan really likes it. That's a weird vamp, Phil. That's a I think weird you like the hair more than the beard, though. Oh, we got it. Jimmy's a good-looking cat. Yes, he is a good-looking cat. I think I'm going to take uh, Lester Brighton draw. Ooh, that's an exciting pick. <laughs> <laughs> what are my odds, please? We waited so long. We were just a uh, the draw is plus two sixty. So plus two sixty. I could see that. I feel like Lester's been unlucky. Right, I think that though you're more put off by laying juice on Brighton, seventeen cents, and now we don't know what Brighton are because of how they played against Fulham. Right, they're, they're decent. But my oh. gut, see, I would look at that game without looking at the lines and say I'm taking Brighton. But then seeing the juice, like mm, I don't want to lay seventeen cents with Brighton. So it actually is a good bet. Mm. Well done, Brennan. Well, we'll find out at full time how good it was, buddy. Wonder what the odds are of uh, Steve Cooper getting fired after losing to Bournemouth this weekend. No chance. Mm. He's still learning the names of his players. He's uh, his second favorite. Rogers is now the first. Uh, minus one fifty. Cooper's second first. favorite. No, no, Rogers. Mm-hmm. Who's second? Brendan Rogers. Uh, Cooper, Gerard. because I I think that that's up there because when you look at that. What's going on there, Jimmy, with that owner bringing in 21 players? It's a record in the Premier League. There's 14 players left. He's trying to get this team going. It's brand new. Do you know how difficult that is? The team looked decent. They got good players, but it's going to take some time. I don't think that this owner is going to give him time. Uh, That is just my gut feeling. Here's one for you then, right? So Cooper's got a whole new squad, right? And then if they fire him, the new manager is going to come in and deal with a whole new squad. So it doesn't make sense. I agree. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just thinking that the this guy's splashed out a ton of money. They fourth in the amount of spending, something like that, in the league. That if they get anywhere close to a, the danger area where they feel they're not getting results, I think he's going to pull the trigger. You think they'll go after a big-time manager? Yeah. I do, too. I do. I do. And I, I, don't, I, I 20... don't think I can. I think it's uh, wrong, but I, I just—it's just my gut feeling. What's going on there? That it, if he gets results, fine. He keeps sticking over, yeah. But twenty-one know. players, twenty-one they ended up signing. It's a record. That's insane. It's crazy. It is insane. insane. It'd be insane. It'd be insane to fire Steve Cooper as well. It'd be insane. What he did when they—he took over that team was in the relegation zone. Yeah. 
He's done an amazing job yeah. there, but you're right. Owners know shit. They yeah. just all those players. So the, the actual the, the what got him promoted, and that group of players and that fighting spirit and the the whole unity of it all. It's all gone. Those there's 14 players have left on either left or on loan or whatever. It's yeah, they had to leave, right? Because completely. they're alone. They had to. Yeah. Right? He says they're the all team. buying in, but. I mean, this but they're is playing well, though. I mean, I mean that being said, I mean aside from the six 0 midweek, they've they've had performances, they haven't got necessarily results so far, but they've put in some good performances. They they look like they're gelling, which is down. I to think the they're doing right? okay, but it's all about results. Is is, is Forest bigger than the uh, the Leicester job right now? Uh, well, yeah, I would think it is the way Leicester owners are. Mm-hmm. It's a good. They're a bigger club, right, Jimmy? I, th- and- I think they're a bigger club than. Than Leicester, aren't they? Forest? Oh, way bigger. Yeah. Way bigger. I mean, Leicester became quite a big club. I mean, worldwide, they gained a lot of followers, right? During that, yeah, yeah. that championship team. So they'll, yeah, they they do have uh, have that. So they'll definitely Although have you don't more see, followers. You don't see too many uh too many Danny Drinkwater Leicester shirts around the world, do you? You know, it's the one the one win didn't carry them globally. Well, in, in Asia group. as well, though, because they have a Malaysian <laughs> owner, so they they became quite big out there as well. That's true. Top, top. Um, JC, quickly. Uh, obviously, you have Spurs winning by how much, and how much money are you putting down on them? Uh, I'm going to put a, a solid toonie. Uh, I'm going to have them uh, going. Uh, I, I'm going to go conservative. I'm going to have. Uh, I mean, Fulham is. They're a, just a wonderful team. They're just killing it this year. So it's really tough to, uh, but I'm going to go with Spurs 13. Uh, I'm going to give them 13. Uh, and I'm going to say Fulham uh, two red cards. So I, I'll only give them two. So 13. Okay. Two. That's, that's, that's a good bet. I think yeah, you get it's, plus, it's, plus 4,000 for that, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if it hits, if it hits, then I mean, I have a new job in, you know, psychic sports betting. Which would be awesome. I hate, to, I hate to say it, but there might be a 13 nil this weekend. But sadly, it's City against Villa. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss that, I'm sure, on Sunday. It's quite <laughs> possible. It's quite possible. I have Newcastle Palace for a draw. And if you take the under two and a half, it's plus 325. So Newcastle Palace, two good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me the draw there. All right, we're out of time because we've got hard outs today. But uh, still 35 minutes or so. Can you, can you squeeze in the ad breaks in 30, 35 minutes, boys? No one touched our game, our Sunday game, Manchester United Arsenal, that we're live streaming. Oh, yeah. On oh, Twitter. Touch it. Go on then. Go ahead. And YouTube at halftime and post match. It's a pretty marquee fixture. Maybe that's I, why I we thought, all I, I thought the audience were more interested in our childhood stories than uh, the marquee match of the Premier League <laughs> this weekend. They'll be excited on Sunday and they can watch us talk about it at halftime and post game on Twitter and the Footy Prime YouTube channel. Um, I tell you what, though, suddenly within three weeks, Man U Arsenal sounds like a big game again, doesn't it? Hasn't done for uh, two weeks ago, it wasn't. But United won three straight games, fifth place in the table right now, on their way to your Champions League football once again. What have you dubbed Arsenal? The perfectionists? Yeah, the perfection. No, no, the. I don't know, what was it? The perf- perfectibles or something, wasn't it? I don't know. It made sense and it was funny. Pretendables? Two days ago. No, it's a, they're perfect. Perfectibles. Perfectibles. Mm. Yeah. Perfectibles. That's what it was. New All right. Anyone else? Got anything else here? And until and jump in. Jimmy seems no. like he's dying to say something. No. 
you, lean, you, you lean forward. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. All right, sure. You can watch those games <laughs> on Fubo TV, by the way. So don't forget to uh, sign up if you haven't. FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. And uh, we're back on Sunday. We'll chat to you then. Laters, everyone. Bye, newspapers. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Footy, footy. It's time to get this party started tonight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.